Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. And you can see us on Facebook. Um, also, please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. If you would like to donate or be a part of Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries, go to our website where you will see everything that we do there. Uh, you can reach us at tommic.wixsite.com slash meeting. And if you would like to email us or talk to us, email us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com. Now on back to our service. Welcome to Tenant Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, and today we're going to be in the book of Proverbs 20, 1 through 15 today. Amen. Amen. Alright. So we're going to be, uh, um, we're just going to jump right in. Um, Proverbs 21, it says, Wine is a mocker. Uh, strong drink, a brawler. And whoever is led astray by it is not wise. Now, it says, whoever is, not, is led astray by it, which means... The wine is leading you. Right. Imagine that. Mm -hmm. Now this is not the spirit leading you. This is not the devil. This is wine. Mm -hmm. Wine is leading you. Mm -hmm. To brawl. To mock. Now how does wine mock? Wine is a mocker. Mm -hmm. And you have to think about in the days... They use wine in special occasions, and they use wine to eat, and they did these things. Everybody didn't have wine, though. Right. So, you you see how even when remember when Jesus was went to the wedding, and they said you saved the good wine for last. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they made a distinction between the wine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you can use wine as a mocker, as yeah. far as as a status, how good the wine is. Mm -hmm. So you use it to taunt people. Well, I have the best wine, you know. People do that now. This wine is from generations before. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You, know, you see what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Why don't you pop open that bottle there? No, you know, that bottle's been in there for 15 years. Where it needs to be open. Let it breathe. So you can use it to, as a, as a status symbol mm -hmm. uh, uh. to mock people. That's not cool. And then you, it says a strong drink is a, is a brawler. Mm -hmm. You get all wasted and then just start acting a fool. Yeah. You can't tell me what to do. Ooh. I'm over here. Uh, you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> 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 so, wow. 
says, and to be led astray by it is it's just unwise. Mm -hmm. Don't drink so much that you get beyond yourself. Right. Right. You ever go to the liquor store? Well, not go to the liquor store. Open the box. Just go to the liquor store. But when you ever see the signs or the liquor stores, it'll say, it'll say liquors and spirits. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Ain't that something? Mm -hmm. It tell you. You get liquored up, it's gonna give you some spirits. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't that something? Yes. They don't. They just so bold. They don't even tell you. They don't even care anymore. Mm -mm. You know, back in the day, it just say liquor store, but now they'll put up there liquor, spirits, Spirit. everything. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. okay. They don't yes. care. Yeah. They put spirits on the marquee. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Two says. The terror of a king is like the growl of a lion. Whoever provokes him to anger forfeits his life. You just looking to get in trouble when you taunt the king. You taunt. You know, and, and I, I look at people how I, I don't understand how we live in a country and call the United States and we just dog out our presidents. They make jokes about the presidents. They make comic mm -hmm. things about the president. You know, in certain countries, you make some, you say something about the president, you can get killed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Over here, over here, you can talk about them, make fun of them. Memes. Mm -hmm. Memes, all kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And just do whatever you want. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's like you're just looking to kill yourself. It's like... <laughs> Terror of a king is like a growling of a lion. Why would you want to anger the king? Why would you want to anger people at your job? Why would you want to anger? And, and see, when it says the king, this is people in leadership. Why would you anger people in your leadership? People that's over you, why are you angering them on purpose? Mm -hmm. On purpose. You don't do that. I don't understand why we... We, we as a people, and see, this is where being in Christ is so important. And you have to rise above all of that stuff. Because you always feel like when you're in the world that you, everything is a fight. I have to fight for this right. I have to fight for this right. I have to fight for this thing. And, and this, is, this, is, this, this is not right, so I'm going to fight. Everything is a fight. Never peace. Always a fight. Always chaos. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Whoever provokes him to anger forfeits his life. And, and, and for what? Because you had a point to make. Now your point is made. Mm. Yeah. You happy? <laughs> no. Uh-huh. You're not. Go on to the next one. Uh -huh. It's always a fight to be had. Uh -huh. Don't don't get so into yourself that you think that you can just that everything is a war. Uh -huh. That's in your head. Uh -huh. Everything is not a war. God say keep your mind stayed on him. If you keep your mind on him, are you going to war with God? Say that, say that. No. Because mm -hmm. he wants to put you in peace. Right. 
That's why he says, come to me. Because he understands that when you're, I want you in peace. God says, you know, I want you in peace. Come to me so I can give you peace. Because out there you believe it's a war. But I'm going to show you that it's not. I'm going to show you that ain't nothing that serious. Uh-huh. Ain't nothing out there that serious. And everything here with me is very serious. Right. <coughs> Three says it is an honor for a man to keep aloof from strife, mm -hmm. which is basically what we just got through talking about. Staying away from all of that stuff. It's an honor for a man to keep aloof. You, you ever kept aloof? <laughs> just keep away from stuff. Just moving out of the way. But every fool will be quarreling. You see that? Every fool. The Bible says this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> every fool will be quarreling. Everything yeah. we just talked about. It's always a fight. Everything is an argument. Everything is a fight. Everything is a war. Right? Everything yeah. is a contest. Everything is a versus. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of that mentality. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, mm -hmm. you're warring with yourself. Uh -uh. For it says, the sluggard, which means the lazy people, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. does not plow in the autumn. He will seek at harvest and have nothing. Ain't that something? Now you go, <laughs> you won't plow in the autumn, but you'll come out on the other side looking in the field for something to come up. Yeah. You didn't put nothing out there, <laughs> but you expect to see a harvest. Right, <laughs> right. If that ain't the craziest thing. Did you plant some beets? Yeah, the beets supposed to come on up. I didn't see you buy no beets. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm going to see what happens. <laughs> Ain't nothing going to happen. You're out there looking for a harvest, but you ain't planting nothing. Wow. We always want something for nothing. Right? You're going to get what you put in. Out. Which means you put in hard work and labor, you're going to get hard work and labor out. Mm -hmm. If you don't put in nothing, yeah. you're not going to get nothing. Right. Handouts. Everybody look for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The slugger does not plow. And it, say, it, it didn't say, it says he does not. It's just, he's not going to. Mm -hmm. I'm not going in no field. I'm not plowing nothing. But I guarantee I'm going to have corn mm -hmm. in the fall. Okay. <laughs> no, that ain't how that works. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. You're going to have nothing. We have to get purpose driven. See? Right? Right. First, you have to be God led. 
And once your God lands, he will give you your purpose, and then you drive towards the purpose after God gives it to you. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Purpose-driven people is not God-led all the time. Right. Right? Five even talks about it. It says the purpose in a man's heart is like a deep water. A purpose in a man's heart always got something going on. I can attest to that. I have so many ideas about what the church should be doing. All kind of stuff. Uh -huh. Y'all can see what's in my head. Man, it's the church. <laughs> right? It says, but a man of understanding will draw it out. And that's what I do. I just draw it out. A little at a time. Can't, can't get it all in one sitting. Right? Just bring everything as God wills it. Some ideas God don't want you to do. Just let that go. Right? So even in your own life, you have to, you know, you might have a lot of dreams and hopes about different things. But find out what God wants you to do. Do that. You'll be surprised how content you will be, do, you will be in your own life. Well, what God wants you to do <coughs> was the contrast of what you want to do. Because uh -huh. what you'll find out is what God wants you to do is what you want to do. Uh -huh. <laughs> I didn't know that's what I wanted to do, but here I am. Right? Yeah. Most of the time you've been training for it your whole life and not even paid it any attention. Right? 6 says many a man proclaims his own steadfast love but a faithful man who can find a man proclaims his own steadfast love I have love and I am, I am I'm good to go his own his own love own thing what love is. Everybody have their own thing of what love is. I love him. I love her. Mm -hmm. But when you talk to her and him about their love together, mm. it don't even match. Mm -mm. His love is way different from her love. Yeah. Her love is way different from his love. Mm -hmm. and nobody's loving like God say love. Mm -hmm. and then it falls apart. It falls apart. Right? Mm -hmm. Do you know you can't love without God? Yeah. Because God is love. Right. Whatever you have, whatever you think you have, without God is not love. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. That's why God says He's in the midst of it when you marry. Uh -huh. Because He has that in you. Think about it. As a married couple, man and woman, the man is in Christ. He has God's love. He loves God. And he marries a woman who's in Christ. She has the love of God. And God loves her back. 
right? So now, these two that have God's love mm -hmm. get together. Mm -hmm. And they love together. And they both love God. And God loves them both. Mm -hmm. So God is connected to both of them. You see what that is? Mm -hmm. And now they connected together themselves. God is in the midst of their life. Mm -hmm. So they can truly say they love each other because God is in it. Right. That's why you see people that say they love each other, I love you, I love you, and then years later they break up and they don't know together no more. God ain't in there. Because they never were together in God. They had their own belief on what love was, and they didn't like the way they loved me. And I didn't like the way she loved me, and he didn't like the way she loved her, and all of that. So, and it falls apart. Because you never came to an agreement what love is together with God. Right? Right? Yeah. Many a man proclaims his steadfast love, but a faithful man, who can find? Mm -hmm. Somebody that's faithful to God. and, and If you can't be faithful to God, how are you going to be faithful in a marriage? Mm -hmm. Man or woman. Right. Uh -huh. You have no reason to be faithful. And then if you're faithful to somebody and you're not in Christ, you're on the borderline of worship. Mm -hmm. You'll hear these spouses that passed away and these women, I, I don't know, he handled all of that and I don't know what to do. You're not in Christ, so you didn't have God to tell you what to do. Your husband wasn't in Christ. So he didn't teach you what God told him what to do. You never went to church, so you never learned together what y'all supposed to do. Yeah. So one of y'all pass away, you don't know what to do. Right? Right. We learn in the Bible where Ananias and Sapphira, he lied to the Holy Spirit and died. Mm -hmm. Right? Then Peter goes to his wife. She don't know no better. So she lies to the Holy Spirit. Because she was never taught by her husband not to do that. And he didn't know no better either. So he did it. This is what happens. Learn how to love with God in you. That's true love. Seven, the righteous who walks in his integrity, blessed, blessed are his children after him. The righteous who walks in, in his integrity, when you walk in integrity and you have Christ with you, blessed is his children. Because they will be walking in the same way because you will be teaching them what God taught you. Right. Right? Eight says, a king who sits on the throne of judgment Winnows all evil with his eyes. He don't want. He don't want that. He sees evil and knows it is evil. Right. A lot of times we don't know 
when evil is afflicted. Mm-hmm. We just let it on in. The Holy Spirit teaches you this. Mm-hmm. Right? The Holy Spirit teaches you discernment right. to know when evil is afoot. Uh-huh. A king who sits on the throne of judgment, who knows all evil with his eyes. <laughs> Can you imagine sitting on the throne and then you see two people coming in and it's like, okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. I already know what's about to happen here. Uh-huh. Then you see, uh, you see um, Solomon with the two women with the baby. Mm-hmm. He already knew which one was the real mother. He just wanted. He asked the question to find out. And the evil one showed us, showed us face. You know. Yeah. That's what they did. Yeah. He already knew. And when you see these scriptures, remember we talked about uh, Proverbs. This is. Solomon and Solomon is showing you stuff from his point of view mm-hmm. he's using these stories and these little things because this is what he saw in his kingdom mm-hmm. and this is how he judged them with discernment wisdom knowledge and understanding nine says who can say I have made my heart pure and I am clean from my sin who can say that? Uh-huh. Solomon already know. Nobody can say that. He couldn't even say that. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. And we have to ask ourselves that question. Am I clean from sin? Today? Uh-huh. <laughs> we have to ask that every day. And then repentance is in order, right? Right. Ten, unequal weights and unequal measures are both alike an abomination to the Lord. Uh Shady, underhanded stuff, God don't like that. Uneven weights. Uh I think I I told this story once before. And it just reminds me when I hear about the uneven weights and uneven measures. It, it reminded me of the story, oh, not the story, but um, what happened in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happened in Egypt was they found all these mummies of these cats, <laughs> and they used to worship these cats. So what happened is when the cat dies, they would mummify the cat and give it to you know they would sell these mummified cats because they were supposed to bring good luck and all this kind of stuff to you and they would put them in these people's houses and they would just have them on their mantles or whatever they did with them and then just have them as good luck charms or whatever the case may be so they looked through and and they knew all of this stuff you know so they examined one of the one of the cats because it's wrapped like a cat but when they opened it up it was just a bunch of junk in there there wasn't even a cat in there so people (laughs) So people would just buy these things, and they was you know, and the people selling them was yeah, yeah, it was a cat. This is wow. here's your cat. Be careful, not to, you know, they want you to break it because ain't no cat in there. Right. And they found this out, you know, understand. So you, and it's weird to see shady dealings from ancient times. It's like. <laughs> 
But that reminds me of this kind of stuff, unequal weight. And that, and it just goes to show like nothing goes without uh, being found out. Mm -hmm. I don't care how many years later or whatever the case may be, mm -hmm. it comes to light. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that. Oh. Whatever's in the dark gonna come to light. And these mm -hmm. and these nine cats <laughs> came to the surface. Mm -hmm. Ain't that something? It says this is an abomination to the Lord. Yes. Shady dealings. We see in Proverbs 2, uh, when we see things that say it's an abomination to the Lord, we only think of a few things, but when you, when you go through the book of Proverbs, you'll see that it is a lot of things that's an abomination to the Lord. Because yeah. for the most part, sin is an abomination to the Lord. Mm -hmm. 11, it says, even a child makes himself known by his acts, by whether his conduct is pure and upright. Right? Mm -hmm. It says, so if a child does that, how, how much more can a, uh, an adult do it? Right. Known by your acts. If a child is known by his acts and his conduct, how much more will an adult be known by his acts and his conduct? His conduct is pure and upright. We don't know. And, the, and, this, and this goes tag team with the uh, scripture that says you'll know them by their fruit. Right. Right? 12 says, the hearing ear, the hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord has made them both. God made the hearing ear and he made the seeing eye. God made them both. So whatever you see and whatever you hear, God made both of them. I think that you, <laughs> if you say, I don't, I don't need to see that. God made everything. <laughs> yeah. For you to see and hear. A lot of times we think that we don't need to hear something. But sometimes you do. Yeah. You need to hear it. It mm -hmm. puts you back on the right track. Right. You need to see it. It puts you back on the right track. Right. God made them both. Thirteen. Love not sleep, lest you come to poverty. Open your eyes, and you will have plenty of bread. Mm -hmm. Right? Love not sleep. Don't be so lazy. Right. Because as I said, laziness comes to poverty. Mm -hmm. You're going to go in that field, and there going to be nothing out there. Right. Right? And yeah, it says, right. open your eyes, mm -hmm. and you will have plenty of bread. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 14. Bad, bad, says the buyer. But when he goes away, then he boasts. You know what that means? That's when you go. You, you, you. Now, see, we think, like when we were talking about the shady dealings with the un, unmeasured mm -hmm. thing, yeah. this is the, now this is the buyer. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. You know that's, no, that ain't worth all that. I ain't worth that. I ain't worth that. Then you say, all right, all right. Then you leave. Yeah, I got a good deal off that. I got. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I talked them down. You know, I'm good at talking people down. I'm... God said that's just as bad. That's the shady dealing. Right. You out shady the shady dealing. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Say when he goes away, he start boasting. Yeah. Uh -huh. Got a good deal off that. And uh -huh. 15, it says, There is gold and an abundance of costly stones, but the lips of knowledge are a precious jewel. Uh -huh. Right? There is a gold and abundance of costly stones. And, and it's saying there is... There is gold, there is money, there is cash, there is all of this stuff, but ain't none of that, none of that worth what Jesus is. Mm -hmm. He's more precious than all of that. Right. Right? And we have right. to know that. Being in Christ is the richest thing you could ever do for yourself. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. That's right. Right? Because being in Christ is worth your soul. Mm -hmm. uh -huh, uh -huh. Like, what is a soul worth? Being in Christ, that's what it's worth. Mm -hmm. That's right. This is why we have to make Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And cash in on the full worth of our souls. That's right. Because anything else is void. Yeah. Yeah. Amen? Amen. We have to repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. yes. And put that on your soul. Because the cost of not being in Christ mm -hmm. is death. Yes. Amen? Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you today for these scriptures we thank you for allowing us to see uh -huh. the difference in in showing us the cost of our souls yeah. father we thank you for these scriptures today we thank you for all the wisdom knowledge and understanding of yeah, your word yeah. as we go and teach others what we have learned here today uh -huh. allow our words to fill the hearts of others where they will repent and come to you. Father, we thank and praise your name. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, sure. we pray and say amen. 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 Stay blessed and faithful. Uh -huh. Hi. Thanks for watching Ten of Meeting Holiness Ministries. For more of God's Word, please subscribe to this channel. Don't forget to hit the like button and the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. Thanks again for coming. And as always, stay blessed and faithful.